0: Welcome to episode 67 of The Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I am Nathan Ruby. Well, Tim and I are taking some time off from the show over the Christmas holidays, but darn it, we just love hanging out with you all so much that we decided to pre-record a couple of shows that we could all still hang out together during these last two weeks of 2022. And last week, uh, Tim shared some ideas and some things about what we're doing to end up our year. And this week, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about leadership mindsets. But before we get into mindsets, um, just a quick reminder about our upcoming masterclass that will start in early 2023. And the class is going to focus on fundraising, and you're going to learn about why people give how to create your own fundraising plan, how to cultivate and close major gifts, and even raise $5,000 while you're in the class. While you're taking the class, you're gonna be raising money. How cool is that? And these are all great things that are gonna be very helpful to you and and your leadership. But I think just as important is the fact that this masterclass is gonna feature a lot of interaction between the group itself. Now, we are limiting participation in this class to just five people, and that's kind of small, but we're doing this intentionally so that there is ample time for you to not only learn from Tim and me, but also to interact and learn from each other. As executive directors from small organizations, we are incredibly isolated It is very difficult to find someone to talk to that understands your situation, that understands what you're going through. And this masterclass is going to be a great way to be part of a group of executive directors, a group of people who are just like you. You could go on to nonprofitleaders.online. That's nonprofitleaders.online and fill out a form to let us know that you're interested in being part of this class and we'll get more details to you. Don't miss this. You are gonna wanna be part of this masterclass. All right, enough about that. Let's talk about mindsets. So your mindset is a belief that shapes how you make sense of the world and yourself. It influences how you think, how you feel, and how you behave in any given situation. It means that what you believe about yourself impacts your success or failure. Just like personal mindsets, we also have mindsets about our organizations. I do, Tim does, and so do you. This episode is going to be dropping the week between Christmas and New Year's. And you know, this time of year is certainly one of the most chaotic and hectic times of the year. Not only are we trying to squeeze in the all of the Christmas season and everything that comes with that, but we're also looking for just a few more gifts before the year ends. And then to top it all off, you know, I always feel obligated to take time to do some year-end reflection about, you know, how did the organization do this year? What went well? What could we have done better? Oh, And while I'm at it, I also should be spending some time trying to look forward. What are we going to do next year? Well, to be sure, I can't help you with all of that. (laughs) But today, I can share and spend a little bit of time with you talking about three leadership mindsets that might be helpful as we roll into the new year. All right. Are you ready? Well, let's get at it. All right. Mindset number one focus on outcomes. Ultimately, you are responsible for the outcomes of your organization. What happens to a lot of leaders is they confuse outputs with outcomes. Well, that's not really accurate. The issue is leaders focus on outputs as opposed to outcomes. So let's define each one. An outcome is how your organization changes the lives of the people you serve. Outputs are actions that contribute to achieving the outcome. All right, let's assume that your organization, oh gosh, what are we gonna do? Let's say that your organization provides support for struggling families. So your outcome is for families to lead healthy, independent lives for the long-term. So that's your output. You are helping families lead healthy, independent lives for the long-term. So every fall, your organization hosts a coat drive for kids. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Every kid needs a coat. As I record this episode, I think it's like three degrees outside. Everyone needs a coat when it's three degrees out. The coat drive is an output of your programming it is not the outcome so when i say focus on outcomes don't talk about how the organization you had your coat drive and you had 500 coats donated this year and that's an increase of 50 coats over last year well gosh that that's awesome i mean we had a huge in- increase in coats and we have all these coats and, and and it was a great event and people loved it and it, and it was awesome But that's not the story you tell. The story you tell is that 500 families are now prepared for the winter. The kids in those families will now be able to go to school when it's three degrees out because the best way to beat poverty long-term is through education. So keeping those kids in school where they're continuing to learn so that they can have families that that are independent and healthy. That's the story. That's the outcome. Those coats are a piece of producing the outcome for those families. Focus on outcomes, not output. We tell the stories about outcomes, not outputs. Okay, here's a simple action step for you. Take a piece of paper, divide it in two areas. You can divide it. You could draw a line down the, the middle of the paper from top to bottom, or you can draw a Horizontally, I don't care. Just create two sections in, in your piece of paper. Title one outcomes, one outputs. For the outcome portion of the paper, write down what changes do you see in the people that you serve? What do they do different after you, they go through your programming? How do they think different? How is their life better? Those are the outcomes. All right. Now, for the output side of the paper, What skills do the people have now that they didn't have before? What small steps or little goals do you have inside of your programs? These are the outputs. So the outputs are leading to the outcome. All right. Now here's a little hint for your simple action step. Your list of outputs should be much longer than your list of outcomes. Your outcomes should be one or two, maybe three, but probably not more than that. But your outputs should be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know, a lot more outputs than you do outcomes because the outputs lead up to an outcome. All right. All right. So focus on outcomes, not on outputs. All right. Second mindset for the new year, communicating a clear vision. Now, a vision is defining where are we going? What are we trying to achieve? How do we know when we get there? A vision paints a picture of a preferred future. So here's a here's a quick story of a what happens when you don't have a clear vision for the future. So several years ago, when our kids were young, uh, my wife and I uh we were debating on where to go on vacation and I was, at the time I was uh, leading a very small organization and you may not know this, but uh, typically executive directors of very small organizations don't earn a a high uh, salary. And uh, so I was leading a small organization and my wife was a teacher and, uh, you know, vacation was a bit of a struggle financially for us. So we were looking for somewhere that was, that was fun, you know, that we could have fun, but yet didn't, uh, didn't break, didn't break the budget at the time and one of our friends uh offered their grandmother's cabin up in the upper peninsula in the UP up in the far north and I thought that's awesome we don't have to pay for the cabin and you know they offered it to us for free and it'd be a great vacation and my wife was not excited about that opportunity as a vacation. She loves to, she loves to be in the woods. She loves to hike and to do those things. She loves to be outdoors, but at the end of the day, she would like to relax, uh, in a pool, uh, chlorinated pool, uh, overlooking the ocean. Uh, that is her desire. That is her vision uh, of a vacation. Uh, and so we ended up, we, we took our friends up on their offer to, to use grandma's cabin, and, uh, we got up to the UP after a long drive and it was beautiful. It was, the, you know, in the woods and this small little cabin and it was overlooking this lake and it was just, it was, it was a, a picture of a preferred future as I sat in the, in the driver's seat of the car, looking out the window. Uh, the kids were excited. We got out of the car and my <laughs> my poor wife she opened the door started to get out looked down as she would you know to for her foot to and as she looked down a snake went slithering by uh right in front of her and that was it that was the final straw uh that was not where she wanted to be and uh we both looked at each other and it was like okay it's, it's too late we can't do anything about this and so she was a trooper. She toughed it out. She made it through vacation and, you know, she had fun and and the family had fun, but it was a, it was a unwritten uh, agreement between the two of us in that moment that that snake went slithering by that. This is the last time we would vacation in the Northwoods. It just wasn't going to happen again. And, uh, I actually, a little bit ago, I was downstairs before I recorded this and uh, I told her I was going to tell this story. And her immediate comment was "worst vacation ever." Uh, so, anyway, we had two different visions of what vacation was going to be that year. Uh, now, all the future vacations we were on the same page with, but not that one. So, as a as an executive director, you have to communicate every day the vision of the organization. Where are you going? What are we trying to achieve? How do we know when we get there? Because if you don't, your donors, your volunteers, your board members, your staff, even the people that you serve will start to define their own vision for the organization. And guess what? None of them will be the same. You will have 20 people going in 20 different directions, trying to achieve 20 different visions, and you will have chaos on your hands. You will literally have snakes slithering past you as you're getting out of the car. So don't be afraid to over communicate this as leaders of small to medium nonprofit organizations. We live our organization's vision and mission every single day. When you mow the yard, you're thinking about this stuff. When you can't sleep at night, you're thinking about the budget. When you're driving in the car, you're thinking about the contract that needs to be signed for snow removal. We think about this stuff as leaders. We think about this stuff all the time, but I'm telling you, your donors, your board members, your volunteers, even some of your staff, they are not thinking about this stuff every single day. So when you have interactions With folks, you have got to be working in the vision of the organization again and again and again. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't do it like a robot, but you have to be the biggest champion of your organization's vision. And that means that you have to continually tell the story. All right. So here's your simple action step for communicating a clear vision over the Christmas holiday, take some time. Think through what your vision is going to be for 2023. It doesn't have to be complex or overly detailed. Just paint a picture of what success looks like in 2023. What are you going to be doing? What are the goals you're going to be looking for? What are the outputs that you're going to be doing? What are the outcomes that you're going to be? Remember, focus on the outcomes. What are the outcomes that you're going to be looking for? Then in early January, pick out 10 people. Oh, you don't even have to do 10, just do five, pick out five people. They could be board members or volunteers, donors. They can even be staff, whatever, whatever you want to choose, buy them a cup of coffee, sit down with them and share that vision, share the story, do that at the, at the beginning of January, and you will be kicking off your new year, communicating your vision. Now, here's a hint. Leading an organization is a lot like being a parent. People will watch what you do to determine if they can believe what you're saying. Make sure that your daily actions about the vision match the story that you're telling. Third, here's our third mindset, organizational leadership mindset. Get good at delegating. Now, I gotta tell you, for a lot of people, this is a tough one. And I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say if you're a small to nonprofit, a small to medium nonprofit, and if you're not growing or expanding or getting better at what you do, getting better at life transformation, however you define that, my I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're probably failing at delegating. And hey, I get it. I've got my own issues with it. And here some things that I hear from leaders uh, when it comes to delegating. And to be honest, this some, well, actually all three of these creep into my own. I, I hear my own self saying this when it comes to to delegating. I don't have anyone to delegate to. It's, it's just me. So who would I, who would I delegate to? Uh, second, it would take me so long to show someone how to do this and how to do it right. It's just quicker if I do it myself. And then, and this is this is one of my favorites, other people don't do it the way I like it done. So I'm just going to do it myself. Well, to be honest, we could do an entire podcast series on every single one of those excuses. But here's the deal. I will 98.4% guarantee that you are holding your organization back by not embracing delegation. There are only so many hours in the day and your expertise only goes so far. You simply can't do everything. Now, Tim and I are actually dealing with this very issue on this podcast, and we have a whole list of things that we'd like to do to make the show better. Some we could do for free or very inexpensively. And for example, we record this podcast separately. And so we have separate recording areas that we use. And it is amazing how the acoustics in a room can make a huge difference in the final product and how the podcast actually sounds in your headphones or on your computer or whatever earbuds you're using. And there are some very simple, cheap things that we could do to make this sound better. And the, and we're in process of doing those things that we could take care of. We can also improve the podcast immensely by hiring professional editors and producers. And that would be huge in how this podcast would sound and the quality of it. But guess what? <laughs> editors and producers are huge money, all right? It costs money to do that type of stuff. But here's the key. Everything we are considering doing for 2023, we are constantly telling ourselves, and sometimes I'm saying it, sometimes Tim is saying it, just to remind each other, is that we can't be doing these things ourselves. We have to find someone to help us. For one of two reasons, because one, either they're way better at it than we are, and just because they're doing it is going to make a better product, a, a better output, a, a better outcome, or we have to delegate and have someone else do it so that we have more time to spend on the content of the show, which is the ultimately the outcome of, of the show. I'm telling you, not delegating is holding you and the organization back. All right, simple action step: Don't try to boil the entire ocean at once. Pick one thing that you don't like to do or that you just aren't very good at, even if it's something simple, and find someone else to do that for you, even if you have to take some time to show them how to do it and show them how to do it again and show them how to do it again. It doesn't have to be something big or something small. Anything will do. Now, here's your hint. The excuses I listed under delegation, no one to delegate to, too long to show someone how to do it. Other people don't do it right. Those are all invalid excuses. Get better at delegating and your organization will improve. Well, there you go three leadership mindsets that will help you as you think about rolling into 2023. One final suggestion for you. You might think about just taking one of these ideas and tackling it first. Master that one and then move on to the next. As executive directors and leaders in small to medium organizations, we are very susceptible to trying to do too much at once. I mean, face it. Sometimes our entire job description is taking on too much because, well, that's just the way it is. But in this case, I think you'll be well-served and you'll have more success if you just pick one and work on that first. Thank you for listening today. If you are benefiting from what is being shared on this podcast, we would like to ask you to share a review on the platform that you're listening to. Let us know how the podcast is benefiting you. If you would like to get in touch with us, our contact information can be found in the show notes. Well, that's all for today. Happy New Year. Until next time.